So last week, what did we talk about? We talked about we talked about life in these last days, right? Living in these last days. And the Lord showed us some things that that we should be doing for sure. We know we should be witnessing to others because we're running out of time, right? And we should be uh we should be loving God with everything and our neighbor as ourselves. We know that, right? We should have all on that full armor of God. Amen, because uh, he showed us some personal things that we should be doing. Make sure we got oil in our own lamps. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So we had a blessed time. The Lord really orchestrated last week's service, and Elder Tola gave us that awesome uh, illustri <coughs> illustration of oneness <coughs> in the communion. Amen. So we really, really enjoyed that. So <clears throat> I just want to say uh, thank you all again. And um, last week was awesome, but we know we in the now, right? <laughs> when is faith? Right now. Amen. So on, on my um, program today, I have, because uh, we're going to be talking about faith. So I have faith activates God saints of God. And the opposite of it is fear. That activates the enemy. Amen. Then I got the popular scripture, which is Hebrews 11 and 6, which says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen. So we have to be faithful, saints of God, all the way to the end. Amen. And the devil wants to attack that faith. <clears throat> Let me give you this word <clears throat> uh, before I get started on uh, our Zoom. God gave me a word on Zoom for the whole body of Christ. Amen. <laughs> a word concerning, concerning Zoom for the church. Amen. So Zoom, we know, is a convenient way to come together, right? When circumstances won't allow us to meet <clears throat> personally, so we can do it on Zoom, and it's a it's a way to get the word out. <laughs> but what the Lord showed me, and He was so clear with this, is how Zoom, saints of God, is it's a substitute, Amen. And I want you all to think about this because the Lord was so clear with me. I remember when He told me, He told me when I first started to zoom the messages out how not to get used to it and again I, I I just couldn't believe the Lord spoke that to me because I didn't really I'm not comfortable I wasn't comfortable just sitting in that spot delivering the word but the God is omniscient as well as omnipotent he's omniscient he's all-knowing see he knows what to say to us and he knew I would get used to that I'm a technology guy amen so you know, um, I'm just, uh, but, you know, the Lord showed me, you know, why not to get used to it because it's not a permanent fix. Amen. It's just a substitute for things that are going on right now. Amen. It serves a purpose if you just can't make it. But God's word has to go throughout the whole world. But when we come together in person under one roof, we really enter into the fullness of God. And that's what he showed us last week. When his spirit is moving, amen, 
Let me give, let me show it to you another way. This is how he showed it to me. <clears throat> Zoom will cover some of what we need, saints, but ultimately we must experience the fullness of God. Amen. It's, Zoom is a filler, like it's in it's incomplete in, in the wholeness of the body of Christ. Amen. It's like it's like taking supplements in our diet. Amen. See, you, 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 you can, you, to, in order to live, you need food, right? But sometimes your body is missing certain things, so you take supplements. I take vitamin D. I take vitamin C. I take some supplements to, you know, to supplement the food that I'm eating. Amen? But in order to obtain... The majority of your, your, your nutrients, you have to have whole food. You hear me, saints? You got to have full. You get that from eating the food, not the supplements. Okay, I'm going to say that again. You get the majority of your nutrients from eating food. You don't get the majority of your nutrients from supplements. Amen. See, a supplement is it's designed to assist but not to replace. Amen. That's what Zoom is. It's, it's, a, it's designed to assist. The word can get out, but it's not designed to, re, to replace us coming together. Amen. I want you to get this in your spirit, saints of God, because, you know, these are the last days and Satan is trying to water down uh, uh, our faith. Amen. He's trying to water it down. So, you know, and one way is to separate us to keep us divided amen so thank you lord jesus hallelujah lord so again i'm just showing how zoom is a supplement it's not it's not uh the full meal amen <laughs> thank you jesus hallelujah and again we can live on supplements but we can't live we get our majority of our nourishment from whole food Amen. Let me give you another one. Because you are looking at me. I'm going to give you a really good one. Y'all remember in school when we would get a substitute teacher? Think about that one. <laughs> when we got a substitute teacher, we had class, right? But it wasn't with the fullness. It was not with the fullness. Amen. Like when that permanent teacher was there. huh? When the substitute teacher was there, we all got so happy. Huh, we like, oh, the teacher, now we got a sub. Huh? And the substitute teacher pretty much let you do whatever you wanted to do. Huh? They just was in there for that day. Huh? They didn't take the class as serious. Everybody say amen to that. <laughs> but, the, but the permanent teacher covered all the bases. Amen. <laughs> you knew when that permanent teacher was there, you had to put in work. <laughs> and you took the class more serious. Amen. I'm showing you what the Lord was showing me about Zoom. He was comparing Zoom to these things I'm showing you right now. <laughs> a substitute teacher, a supplement in your diet. Amen. It can't be the whole thing. Amen. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to show it to you, saints of God. Because we're in these last days and the devil is a liar. He's trying to water down the church. Let me water it down. Let me separate them. Let me social distance them. Amen. Let me stop it. Amen. 
Uh, thank you, Jesus. What about this example? <laughs> I gave you two, right? I gave you your diet, food. I gave you school. But what about this one? Watching movies versus a live play. <laughs> Think about that. <laughs> Come on, say to God, a live performance on stage has a greater impact. Think about it when you go see a live performance. Oh, it's better than when you're just sitting at home with popcorn watching it on television. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> see, I'm convinced, say, when we get together, all the fullness of the Godhead shows up. Amen. <laughs> God begins to move in people. You see how he moved in Elder Tola last week? What if he would have been on Zoom? We would have got that impact. Amen. He showed us that great example of that oneness. Huh? Doing the communion, but with his wife as well. He gave us an earthly illustration of a heavenly truth of what communion was all about. Very transparent. He got open. He was, uh, Teresa, you tell me. You examine me. You, I'm not going to examine myself because, I, you know, we all look good to ourselves. Uh, but he asked his wife, the one who knows him, uh, the, the, the one who knows him almost better than he knows himself. She's right there with him all the time. Amen. Oh, that was the Lord. That, was a, that wasn't a Zoom. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't a Zoom function, saints of God. Amen. <laughs> See, the live performance has a greater impact. Amen? It's all the fullness of the Godhead shows up when we come together. See, we got to be live and in person, saints. And going through this era, that requires great faith. I'm going to say that again. To be live and in person through this era we're going to, through right now requires great faith, saints of God. Amen? Hmm, you got to have some faith to come out now. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you got to have some faith because, you know, the world is saying, hey, you know, you should do this, this, and this. You all want some revelation? Here goes some revelation for you. Huh? The world don't tell us what to do. <laughs> the world don't tell the church what to do. The church tells the world what to do. Amen. <laughs> That's the way it should. See, everything in Satan is backwards. You know when Satan is doing things because it's backwards. The world is going to tell us, the church, what to do. <laughs> Come on now. Does that make any sense? Huh? They're not on scripture. Huh? They're on sight. We walk by faith. Huh? They can't tell us what to do. They're on sight, saints of God. We're on faith. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. God bless you, Brother Joe and Elder Deutsch. It's a pleasure to see you all. I was just giving an example real quick on, on the Zoom versus the live when we get together, assembling together on one accord in one place. Amen. How the fullness of God shows up. And I gave a couple of examples with the diet. In your diet, you can... You know, you get the, the, the majority of your, nutri your nutrients through food. You don't get it through supplements. Zoom is a supplement. Amen. Same thing with school. It's the substitute teacher, yeah, they're there in the class, but <laughs> the, you get the majority of your learning when you're in that class, when your teacher is there. Amen. So I'm just showing you some, sub some substitutes, right? 
But again, at the end of the day, in these times we're in right now, saints of God, it's going to require great faith. Amen. See, because we're under a, a, a violent attack. Amen. You all know the scripture. It says the, the, the kingdom of God suffereth violence. Right? <laughs> and then we use that in so many ways, but it's so perfect for today. But it said the violent take the kingdom how? By force. Amen. <laughs> See, right now you got to be forceful. Amen. It's under the, the, the kingdom is suffering violence. Look, you see what's going on in the kingdom of God? <laughs> Do you see what's going on? Huh? We afraid to come to church. It don't get no more violent than that. <laughs> but we got to take it by force. We got to be forceful. I'm going. Amen. <laughs> for God, I live. For, for God, I die. Ooh, who said that one? Huh? <laughs> Somebody in the book said that one. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. We must be forceful with our faith, saints, because we walk by faith right now. And our faith is being tested. Amen. What's the enemy of our faith again? Fear. Faith activates God. Fear activates the enemy. Amen? We got to be forceful with our faith, saints of God. Don't let fear steal your faith. Amen? Say amen to that. Amen. <laughs> to serve God, what do you need? What the back say? The just shall live by faith. Let's talk about us. Amen? <laughs> we got to live by faith. The substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That's faith, right? What was the other scripture he gave me? Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Amen. The just shall live by faith. I remember he gave me all these scriptures one night, and then Sister Carol called with some bad news, and I gave her these three scriptures, and it blessed her. Amen. God had prepared it already for her. We walk by faith, not by sight, sight saints. Faith is extremely important in a believer's life, saints of God. And Satan knows it. See, the thing is, why I say we don't want to be ignorant to the word is because Satan knows the word. <laughs> he knows the word. Amen. And if you're ignorant to it or you just know it a little bit, what do he do? He twists it. He was doing that with everybody. He did it with Jesus. You know, I know you, if you dash your foot against it, you can jump off that and the scriptures say, he know the scriptures. <laughs> Satan knows the word of God. He was, he was with them. Amen. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. So he wants to attack our faith to destroy it. Huh? To make you believe there's no hope. Amen. He wants you to that place. He knows for him to destroy you. You can't have no faith. He got to make you believe you ain't got no hope. Cut your wrists. <laughs> Forget about it. Ain't no way you can't get out of this. I got you. That's what he wants us to think. Amen. But it's another scripture. It says, he that comes to the Lord must first believe that he is. Amen. And he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Everybody say diligent. 
Me and Elder Deutsch was on that. We was on that for about a day, wasn't we, Elder Deutsch? Just talking about diligent. Being diligent. If you're in Christ, you got to be diligent. Amen? <laughs> He's not a hit or miss God. Amen? Hmm? To, to, to please God, you got to walk in faith, saying to God. The, the currency of heaven is what? Faith. It's not money. The currency down here is money. God don't care nothing about that. He wants your faith. He can talk to you when you have faith. Hey, I need you to do this. And it's not, you went like, what? That don't make sense. And it don't. Many of the things God tells us to do don't make any sense, but it just makes faith. Amen. When you do it. Amen. That's the difference. To please God, you got to walk by faith, diligently, saints, continuously and not wavering. Amen. Let's look at this. Turn in your Bible to Hebrews chapter 11. We're going to take a look at the wall of faith. I call Hebrews chapter 11 the wall of faith. Huh? It's the hall of faith. <laughs> Amen. But I call it the wall of faith, saints. Thank you, Jesus. Right now, we got to, we got to strengthen some faith. Amen. Y'all hear me, Zoom? We got to strengthen your faith. Amen. So you can move some mountains. <laughs> Say amen to that. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Okay, look at Hebrews chapter 11. We're going to go down the wall of faith. It's going to be a two-part message, too, because it's so much meat. I just can't do it in a day or even two days. It might take three days, three weeks. Amen. And I don't want to shortchange any of this right here. I want to rightfully divide this word of truth, amen, with you all. We're going we to pick these bones until there ain't no more meat on them. Say amen to that. Amen. <laughs> amen. We're talking about faith, right? And faith is important because it activates God. Without it, we cannot please God. The just shall live by faith. Oh, this is an important topic. See, I can't rush through it. It's just too important, especially today. Amen. Okay, you all at Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11, look at verse 1. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So we know faith is when, saints? Now, faith has time to it. It's now, it's right now. Amen. When is God? Right now. God doesn't live in time. He's not next week. Oh, well, next week, this come. God don't live in that. God lives in now, eternity, forever. No time. Now. All God, he, God is just a proverbial right now. That's what he is. Amen. We see faith, saints of God, is now. It's always present. Amen. It's not next week, not next month. Faith is like God. It's now. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> the body of Christ needs to be personally meeting together. When, saints? Now. <laughs> right now. Amen. The world is telling the church what to do. It's backwards. If The world should not be telling the church what to do, saints. <laughs> the church is supposed to be telling the world what to do. The world needs to repent and come back to God. That's what the world needs to do. 
Amen. <laughs> Trust God. That's what we need. That's our witness. We need to tell him the truth. Amen. I hope this go viral. I hope this, I put this out somewhere and it just go viral. Amen. Because <laughs> we need to hear this. Amen. They got a saying in the world. Huh? They got this much sense. It says, united we. Come on. And divided what happens. They know that. Amen. <laughs> oh, divide and conquer. Oh, I'm giving y'all a little something today. Amen. I'm just trying to make sure y'all with me. Amen. <laughs> I got to protect you from the wolf. See, my job is to protect you from the wolf. Amen. So we need to look at first, at faith, saints of God. Look at verse 2. For by it the elders obtained a good report. They, they obtained a good report by faith. The elders did. The elders is talking about, in these scriptures, is the men and women under the old covenant that, that we're about to go and look at right now. Amen. It says, by, by faith they all obtained a good report. Let me say this to you. Many, if not all of these elders that, that I'm going to go down the list, they were not perfect men and women. Did y'all hear what I said? They weren't perfect. They just were believers. They just believed God. <laughs> See, their great faith, saints of God, made them right in, in God's sight. <laughs> what makes you right in the sight of God? Your faith. When you do what he tells you to do. God bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jesus. It's our faith in Christ that makes us righteous. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. <laughs> That's what makes us righteous in God's sight. See, our righteousness is in Christ. It's not in ourselves. Amen. They obtained a good report by faith. That's what this scripture is saying. Look at verse 3. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. So it's saying the things that we see didn't make themselves, right? Oh, we see a lot of things, right? Heaven, I mean, the earth, we see the stars, we see all of the sun, all of it's saying that those things didn't make themselves. It said the worlds were not framed. Were, it says through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. How was all those things framed? By the word of God. God said, let there be whatever. And it was. Amen. That's what the scripture is saying. So the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. So the things that appear didn't make themselves. That's what the scripture is saying. The things that you see, it wasn't made by the things that, that, that what you see. Amen. <laughs> we know there's a God. This is a, that's a great scripture for unbelievers. Amen. And God comes out the gate with that. The very first scripture in the Bible, Genesis 1-1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. We understand that through faith. Amen. We wasn't there, but we believe it, right? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Look at verse 4. 
By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. <laughs> oh, that's a powerful scripture. Let me ask you a question. Why was Abel's offering better than Cain's offering? That's the, that's the question. Because we know Abel was a keeper of sheep, right? But Cain was a tiller of the ground, right? So Abel offered God an animal sacrifice, right? But Cain offered God a vegetable sacrifice. So that all makes sense. I mean, Abel was a, a keeper of sheep, and Cain was a tiller of the ground. So they both offered what they had, right? <laughs> I heard someone say, uh, Abel's offer was better than Cain because you can't get blood from a turnip. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> That's not true, saints. It's a joke. Matter of fact, Pastor Harden made the joke. Amen. <laughs> he said you can't get blood from a turnip. Amen. Listen to me, saints. You know why Abel's offering was was the was uh was accepted by God and Cain's was rejected. Because Abel's offering, saints, was his first fruits. Amen. God wants to be first in our lives. Please hear this. If you could get this piece right. They, they both knew what God required, right? They both knew it, but Abel acted in faith. Amen. That's the difference. And Cain in unbelief. Oh, I think I could just give God anything. <laughs> Abel was putting him first. Amen. Saints of God, we want to put God first. Amen. When you're paying your bills, put God first. My tithes, rent, electric, this, that. That's a, that should be your order. Amen. When you wake up in the morning, put God first. It should be. That's be the first person you talk to. Do you hear me? As soon as you get out the bed, I mean, I'm. Thank you, Jesus. I'm just one. As soon as my eyes pop open, beep beep. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. That's who I want to talk to first. Amen. Then we'll start turning on the news and all those other things we do. Amen. But you want to talk to God first, saints of God. Huh? See, Abel had this. That's why God accepted his offer. Huh? Here's another one, saints of God. When you eat, put God first. I thank him. Lord, thank you for this food. Let it nourish my body, Lord. Let it keep me in perfect health. Huh? Is anything is in it that's not good for me? Please remove it. You know, it's just God is always first. <laughs> Amen. That's what made Abel's offering a more excellent sacrifice than Cain's. Amen. Get that in your spirit, saints. Can I throw my two cents in? If y'all allow me, <laughs> Elder Tola, I said, don't be asking stuff. Just give it. Elder I said, don't you be asking, Pastor. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Let me throw these two cents in. Your attitude in your giving goes a long way also. Huh? 
Because even though you got them first and you're giving, you know what you're doing, you get. God loves a cheerful giver. Amen. So as you're putting him first and you're giving him, don't do it begrudgingly because you didn't do anything. Huh? You did what Cain did. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. He didn't want that Cain offering. It wasn't right. It was whatever Cain wanted to give him, and it was the, and probably in bad attitude. Amen. Here, since we got to give you something. What is that? <laughs> uh, now, now Cain is mad at Abel because he, because Abel, he see how God is blessing him. Abel is, well, this, this is the sacrifice here. So what happens? Now Cain want to go kill Abel. Just do what you're supposed to do. Oh, man. Look at verse 5. Thank you, Jesus. I hope y'all got all of that. There was a lot of meat on that bone. Did we get it all? I think we got all of it all. Look at verse 5. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God has tra had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. <laughs> y'all hear this? This faith is something else. That's why I got to take my time with it. I can't rush through this. Amen. Huh? Enoch was so faithful, he didn't even die. Is that what the scripture said? By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death. What is that? Enoch didn't die. Oh, y'all say, oh, everybody got it. Did you, read, did you hear the scripture? <laughs> God was so pleased with him. Enoch just walked right out of here, right into glory. He didn't even die. Maybe I say, I always say amen to that. I say, Lord, you ain't no respect to persons. I can't, I want to live. Huh? For you in the fullness. And then just walk right out of here in the glory. Amen. Enoch did. Look, look, saints of God. It says <laughs> in Genesis, I'm going to show it to you. Let me show it to you. Enoch just, Enoch just walked right out of here to glory. Turn it in your Bible to Genesis chapter 5. And look at verse 21. It says, And Enoch lived 60 and 5 years and begat Methuselah. So at, at, at 65 years, he had Methuselah. Amen? And Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah 300 years and begat sons and daughters. So he had some more sons and daughters, but he was walking with God after that for 300 years. So at 65, and you walking with God another 300 years. So what's that total, saints? 365 years, right? And I look at verse 23. And all the days of Enoch, and all the days of Enoch were 365 years, right? And look at verse 24. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. <laughs> he was just not Enoch. He was just not. God just took him, saints of God. <laughs> the, the, the other scriptures say he was translated, <laughs> that he should not see death. He couldn't be found because God took him. 
Enoch was faithful, saints. Do you hear what this faithful thing will do for you? <laughs> Today we're talking about faith, right? Without faith, you cannot please God. The enemy of faith is what, saints? Fear. <laughs> Amen. Okay, let's go back to Hebrews chapter 11. Back on the, the wall of faith. Amen. I just wanted to show y'all that because when I said Enoch just walked to glory, y'all was just looking at me. What do you mean? He just walked out of here. So I just had to show it to you. Amen. So Enoch was with God and all of a sudden he just wasn't not no more. That's, that's it. Amen. Oh, Lord, have mercy. All right, we're back in Hebrews. Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. See, this scripture is telling us the whole story right here. If you believe God is who he say he is, you'll come to him. <laughs> you will do it his way. See, the devil is a lie. He, he's speaking through the world. Huh? You can't go to the grocery store. You can't go to, but you could go to the liquor store or, or you can go to the grocery store, but you can't go to the storehouse. Now, what he's saying? You can't go to the storehouse. <laughs> How foolish is that? That's a lie. If you go to the storehouse, you're going to get sick. Not according to that scripture right there. It says, if I'm diligently seeking God, I'm going to get rewarded. Okay, y'all must have missed it. I'm going to read it again. It said, but without faith, it's impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that what? If I keep diligently seeking God, I'm going to get a reward based on God's word. Amen. I don't care what the world say. Oh, they say, I don't like when I say that. <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> Amen. Because they say crazy things, contrary to the scriptures. I'm not ignorant to the scriptures. So I know my rights. Amen. Oh, I'm going to give you this real quick. This is not in the script. But, but listen to this, saints. This is actually another message for another day, but I'm going to give it to you today a little bit. Okay? See, if you know your rights, saints, you can walk in them. You can, you, you'll live it differently. We see the police stop certain folks, and they say, they tell them to do things, and, but they know their rights. The ones that know their rights be like, hey, uh, you know, uh, you're supposed to do thus, thus, and thus. And when people do that, we look at them like, what? <laughs> they just told the police, but they just know their rights. Then in court, they get in court, and, 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 and many know when the police stop me, what do I have to say? Let's see what y'all know. When the police stop you, what do you have to say? Okay, that's good. There you go. Say it again for him, son. Nothing. What you have to say is nothing. That's what you want to do. Why? Because, see, it says, that what's the law of Miranda rights? How does it go? You have a right to what? That's what you should do. But we don't know our rights. So we think we got to talk. <laughs> oh, I didn't do uh, so-and-so. They just be, just be rattling off. But when you should be saying nothing. Amen. You got a right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you. 
Okay, that, that's another message for another date. Let me stay on script, okay? Y'all be trying to edge me on and go off script. I just wanted to give you that, all right? So we, want, we don't want to be ignorant to the word of God because it's our rights. Huh? When the devil come talking silly, we can just read the rights to him. It is written, okay? Now, it's over after that. Amen? <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. So the scripture says here in our rights that if we diligently seek God, he's going to reward us. It's written, right? Look at verse 7. By faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of, of the righteousness, which is how, how do you get righteous? By faith. Our righteousness is obtained by faith. Huh? Don't be talking about all that good stuff you do. <laughs> that don't make you righteous in the sight of God. Amen? Your righteousness is in Christ, and you get it by faith. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Look, it says, now this is, let's go with Noah on the wall of faith. It says, by faith, Noah being warned of God of things not seen as yet. So God warned him of some things that wasn't, hadn't even been seen. What was that? What was the thing that God warned Noah of that had not yet even been seen? That's good. That's, that's, that's what it boiled down to. But you know what it was? The flood and rain. You say flood, they had never even seen rain. You say, well, how did the earth get watered? Because <laughs> when I read it, I'm like, well, how did, that was my question. Lord, well, how did the earth get watered? And it was in, uh, wait, I'm not going to, it's in Genesis 2 and 5. Y'all can go check it out later because I went off script. But it said the earth got watered. The water was coming up like this, watering the earth. It wasn't coming from up there. It was like a mist, a dude that was watering the earth from below. So they had never seen the, he said, flood? They're like, what are you talking, are you crazy? How is it going to flood? By, by, by faith, Noah being warned of God of things not seen as of yet. God warned him. He moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is by faith. See, Noah showed, you know how much faith it had, he had to show to start building an ark and they ain't never even seen rain? <laughs> that requires some faith. Everybody was looking at him. Okay, let me give it to you. Let me give you the revelation. The whole world was looking at him talking about, you're crazy. And he's saying, you better get in this boat. They looking like, he's telling us to get in the boat. Talking about it's going to flood. They had, they had never seen rain. Huh? How are you going to tell them it's going to flood? And nobody had ever seen it, including Noah. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> Noah spent 120 years fulfilling God's command building an ark, saints. <laughs> That's faith expressed by obedience. Amen. That's great faith. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go to verse 8. <laughs> oh, man, we've been seeing some great faith. Enoch just walking out of here. Period. <laughs> he didn't die. He just walked out into glory. Noah, I'm just going to build because God said do it, I'm doing it. 
But you crazy though. You know, why, why are you doing that? Because <laughs> God said do it. See, say to God, please hear me. When God tells you something, amen, it's he, he's supernatural and he's all-knowing. So you can't go on your own understanding. Many people have a problem with that. You know, when I say Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, that's my best, that's my favorite scripture. God gave it to me in a tub. They go, that's just stupid. Somebody told me that. How could you not lean on your own understanding? Because I walk by faith. See, if you want to do it your way, you're not walking by faith. You're doing your own thing. Amen? But if you want to walk by faith in the supernatural, then you got to trust God. With what? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. With everything. Amen? That's how you're going to do it. So I'm showing you these great men and women, because there's a woman in here too, on the wall of faith. Amen? Let's go to verse 8. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into the place which he should, which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out, not knowing whether he went. Oh, now, we all know faithful Abraham. I might have said some things y'all didn't know or didn't hear, but everybody know faithful Abraham. We are blessed ourselves because of faithful Abraham, the covenant God made with Abraham. That's how we got blessed. Amen. Oh, Lord have mercy. God told Abraham or to leave his father's house, and he just left it, not knowing where he was going. That's what the scripture is saying, not knowing whether he went. He just left by faith. Amen. I'm trying to show you all today the importance of faith in your life. Amen. We have to have faith to please God. Amen. And we all have it. Because the scriptures say we all have a measure of faith. And it says, then it says in another place, if you just got a, 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 a faith the size of a mustard seed, what can you do, saints? Come on, somebody know. It said, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can move a mountain. <laughs> okay? Come on, saints of God. We talking faith today, saints. Amen. And it's so important. The Lord was just on me the whole week. You, this is what I want you to do. Amen. Because without it, you can't please God. Amen. And we got to quit. The world is trying to make us afraid. Amen. It's trying to make us walk in fear. And the only thing we fear is the Lord. And that's not being afraid. That's a reverence, a respect, a love for him and in allness for him. Amen. That's not, oh, Lord, I'm afraid of you because if I don't do what you say, you're going to kill me. That's not God. He don't want you to come to him like that. He loves a cheerful, hilarious, happy giver. When you give yourself to him, oh, Lord, thank you for you. I, I was this morning, I was so in all. I got caught up in the spirit, right? And I'm like, Lord, it's a privilege. How do you talk to me? How do you tell me these things? Lord, you talk to me. I mean, <laughs> You know, when the, Lord, when the Lord be just dropping on you sometime, you just got to fall, fall down. You know, because you can't, st you can't stand up. Amen. He be speaking some things to your ear. You can't, you just be like, wait, Lord, let me get down here. Hold on. You got to be at, the, at your humblest point. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I know that happened to y'all too. 
I'm laying on the floor like, Lord, <laughs> Lord, it's a privilege to be able to feed your people like this. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. So, faith, so faithful Abraham, saints of God, God told him to leave his father's house. And he left not even knowing where he was going. It said, the scripture said, not knowing whether he went. Let's look at that real quick. Turn in your Bibles to Genesis chapter 12. Let's look at that. God told him to go, and he just left. Y'all know it's hard to move. Who all know it's hard to move? Man, it's hard to move, man. You got to get, pick up everything and, you know. <laughs> Genesis chapter 12, look at verse 1. It said, Now the Lord has said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country and from, from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. Amen. That takes some faith, thanks to God. Because y'all, again, y'all know it's hard to move. Abram's family, Abram's family was not a God-fearing family. When I was studying this, but they were extremely wealthy. <laughs> now, he telling them, leave out of there. Because <laughs> his father said was an idolater. Amen. So God had to get him away from that. He about to bless him tremendously. Amen. <laughs> See, now think about how, how much faith that took. I just gave y'all a little more, uh, another piece of information. He got to lead this wealthy family, this well-to-do family that he's in, to go somewhere he don't know where he going. I want y'all to get that picture. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. See, he lived in Ur, Ur of the, of the Chaldees. That's where he lived. Ur was a city of great wealth. The Lord said, get out of there. <laughs> I want y'all to get the picture of why it took so much faith for him to do it. Why they call him faithful Abraham. Get out of there, Abraham. Amen. Oh, that takes some faith, saints of God. <laughs> Abraham had to leave the country. Huh? <laughs> that what it said. <laughs> now the Lord said to Abraham, get thee out of thy what? Country. And from thy kindred. So he got to leave the country. He got to leave his kinfolks. Amen. And he got to get out of his father's house and go somewhere he don't know. <laughs> See, if you got any kind of fear, you ain't doing that. <laughs> Amen. You're not doing it. <laughs> huh? That fear will destroy that faith. Amen. That's in Genesis 1. Look at Genesis 4. Let me show you what happened. Genesis chapter 12 and verse 4. It says, So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him. And Abram was 70 and 5 years old when he departed out of Haran. See, what's amazing, saints, is God told him to leave his homeland and he did it. He didn't even question God. I, I didn't read anywhere where he said, Lord, why I got to? Because I be questioning. Y'all know I be questioning God, right? To a degree. I don't want y'all to think I'd be, <laughs> I be. I get out of humility because I don't. But I will ask, Lord, why, why in the world? Lord, why? And then when he do something real incredible, I'd be like, Lord, how did you do that? I just, I got an inquiry, man. I want to know. Lord, you got to show it to me. And sometimes he'll show it to me. I like when he show it to me, too. Amen. Sometimes he don't. I just got to go through and figure it. I got to be in faith. Huh? What's greater than faith, saints of God? 
give y'all this quick quiz. Y'all want a quiz? What's greater than faith? Hmm? That is great. That's great right there. <laughs> but in the vein of faith, what's greater than faith is when you see it manifest. <laughs> huh? I'm believing for this. I'm trusting God is going to do this for me. I know that the Lord, wanna, he's going to bless me with this. I know it. And then you see it. That's greater than faith. That's it. It, it requires no more faith after that. Amen? Okay, where were we at, saints of God? I got to stay on script. Y'all pulling it out for me and making me come off script. Huh? We was on four, right? It says, how Abram departed, as the Lord told him. And, but it said, Lot went with him. Now, he didn't tell him to take Lot, did he? He just told him to get out of there, right? But that's another message for another day. I'm not going to let y'all pull me off. I'll try. Now, why did he Lot go with him? He didn't tell Lot to go. He didn't, but I'm not going there. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I want to show you one more thing about this story. Look what God promised Abram. Because <laughs> we're blessed because of him. Turn in your Bibles quickly to Genesis chapter 17. I just want to show you something real quick. Our blessings are because of faithful Abraham. Amen. Genesis chapter 17. Everybody there? Hmm? Look at verse 1. And when Abram was 90 years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abram. And he said unto him, I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. That's what I'm talking about. When the Lord appears to you and start talking to you. Amen. See, this ain't no angel. Y'all saw what I read. I didn't say an angel appeared to Abram. I said the Lord God. The scripture said, and I am almighty God. Amen. El Shaddai. Huh, that's the Hebrew for almighty God. Amen. And what's his will for us? It said he, he told his will for us is to walk with him. And be perfect, right? He said, walk before me and be thou perfect. Isn't that what he told him? You can't do that in fear, saints of God. You can't do that in your flesh. Hmm? When you, when you, when you, when he, when you come to him like that, like he said, come to me and be thou perfect, you got to come in, to him in faith. Amen? Because <laughs> you in your flesh, that ain't going to work. You're not going to do it. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at what he said in verse 2. He said, and I will make my covenant between me and thee and will multiply thee exceedingly. Now, now God is making an agreement with him hmm, between him and Abram. Y'all know Lot wasn't in it, right? He said, I'm going to make my covenant between me and you. That's what he told him, right? Still not going to go there. I'm staying on script, y'all. Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 3. And Abram, Abram fell down on his face, and God talked with him, saying, there you go. Okay, that's, that's it right there. When God begin to speak to you, <laughs> what you going to do? Okay, I'm going to read it to you again. And Abram fell down on his face, <laughs> and God talked to him, saying, 
See, when the Lord God Almighty is talking to you, <laughs> you just, it, it, you melt. I know I, I'm melting. I'm like, Lord, how? <laughs> Lord, this is too much. Amen. That's what he did. <laughs> he said he fell down his face and God talked with him saying, as for me, behold, my covenant is with who, saints? With thee. He keep telling them, my covenant is with you, Abraham. <laughs> I'm telling you now. Listen to this. And thou shalt be a father of many nations. <laughs> God is confirming his own word, saints. He promised him again. He's telling it to him again. Look at verse 5. Neither shall thy name anymore be called Abram, but thy name shall be Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made thee. Now God changed his name. See, Abram means high father. High father. Amen. But Abraham means father of a multitude. See, he changed him from the high father to a father of a multitude. Amen. I'm going to make you a father of many nations. Amen. Have I made thee? And that's in past tense. You know, when God be saying this stuff, it's done. Somebody say it's done. Soon as he speak it, it's done. Huh? We receive it by faith. Huh? So, okay, so this is going to bless you right here. This is going to bless you. So if God tell you to do this impossible thing, and he's going to tell you to do an impossible thing, because in your mind, your own understanding, you're not going to think you can do it. But believe me, if he tell you to do it, guess what? Say it again. It's done. Amen. If he said, once he said, let that be light, what happened? It was light. Amen. Soon as he said, it's done. Amen. So you don't have to worry. Well, how am I going to do? It's already done. Oh, I just got that in my spirit. It's something I got to do. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. See, God, he, you know, I, I like how he, he, when he attach himself to something, or oh, he'll, he'll change the name for the purpose, right? He changed to Abraham because he was now father of many nations. Amen? He'll change like agape love. God gave me that name. What's the name? What's the name of the ministry going to be, Lord? Since you got me, you're going to go, go, go on a, a how, how did he do it? Since you, uh, 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 not sad swipe, this is the word I want to use when God, when God came because I was not expecting all of a sudden, you got to go. You, you out of here. Blah, blah, blah. God speaking. The pastor speaking. I'm like, what? So now I'm thinking, Lord, what's the name going to be? It's going to be Agape. Amen. And that's what we all show. Everybody come say, your people so friendly. that We just feel so much love. Because it was done. Soon as he told me, you got to go. Amen. It was done already. He had told me. He changed the name. Agape love. Unconditional love. That's what we do. Amen. Command, Elder Tola. That's what you're going to do. Amen. He give you another name to go with your per whatever the purpose is. Oh, say thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. <laughs> Look at verse number six, right? It says, and I will make thee exceeding fruitful, and I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee. 
Look at all these promises. But he had to do something. What did he have to do? Get out of his father's wealthy house and the whole country, the wealthy country. <laughs> the country was, was, was extremely wealthy as I was studying. I'm like, this just, no wonder they said Abraham was so faithful. Look what he had to do. <laughs> that required great faith. Amen. But look what he received. Look at these promises. <laughs> Faithfulness, saints, not fear. Everybody say that. Faithfulness, not fear. We walk by faith and not by fear. Amen. Abraham was faithful, saints. Without that, we cannot please God. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Look at verse 9. It says, by faith he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. See, this scripture is saying he lived in a land God promised as if it was a strange country. Why did he live in that country? It said he sojourned in the land of, of promise as in a strange country. Why was he living in that country as if it was strange? Well, we know it was new, right? It was new territory. God took him out of the country he was familiar with, out of, away from his kinfolks, away from his father's house, right? And he sent him to this place he didn't know, so that's one reason it's strange. Amen. But that's not the reason why. This scripture is saying he sojourned in the land of promise as a strange country. Let me show you why. Look at verse 10. Verse 10 will tell you why. For he looked for a city which had foundations, which builder and maker is who? That's why it's, that, that was strange to him. See, when your faith gets increased like that, this down here is not comfortable for you. It's strange. Amen. Because God just showed you. God just spoke to you and showed you some things. Amen. See, this, this land is temporary. It's strange. <laughs> what was he looking for? The, the heavens. The new Jerusalem. Amen. <laughs> that's, why, that's why that scripture is saying this. Okay, let me show it to you. Y'all looking at me. Turn to 2 Corinthians. <laughs> Turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. We're going to let the Bible uh, confirm the Bible. <laughs> Amen. We'll let the Bible do it. Thank you, Jesus. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. <laughs> Abraham in the, in the promised land looking at it like it's strange. Y'all hearing me? He in the promised land. He's in the land God promised him. Huh? Father of all these nations. And he's like, this is strange. Right? That's what I'm saying. That's what, that's what the scripture said. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 1. Look what it says. For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God and house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. That's what it's saying. See, he was looking for that house not built with hands, a godly house. Huh? The one God built. <laughs> Let me give y'all a powerful scripture in case you're building something. Listen to me, Elder Tola. Unless the Lord build the house... Huh? The, builders, the, the builders build in vain. That's what the scriptures say. Unless God builds a house, they that build, build in vain. Y'all look that one up. Okay? 
So whatever you build and whatever you're doing, you want God in it. Amen. Because if he's not in it, you're building it in vain. Say amen to that. And that's what, this, that's what he's saying right here. He's saying, hey, the Lord promised me this land. You know, he sent me out. This is, this is rich land. But I, it's strange to me. Huh? Because that real promise, we all looking for that, that awesome promise. Amen. I go to prepare a place for you. Where I go, you're going to come also. <laughs> we all looking for that. Amen. In my father's house, there are many mansions. Come on, say amen to that. This is Jesus talking. <laughs> There's many mansions in my father's house. Huh? I'm going to go and prepare one for you. Amen. Oh, our God is awesome. Our God is awesome, saints of God. Amen. He's awesome. He's mighty. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to continue on that wall of uh, faith. Yeah, but I, wanna, I really want to take my time, so I, I don't, I don't want to go any further on that. But I want to I bless you with something else. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. I want to bless you with this real quick. Turn to Romans chapter 8. The Lord was putting that in me, and Pastor Brian called me and shared a revelation with me. And I want to share it with you all. Amen. It was really nice. He, he hit me early morning because he know I'm up early morning and just, bam, drop this on me right here. <laughs> Amen. That's what I want to share with you. Thank you, Jesus. Romans chapter 8. What are we talking about today? Faith, right? Faith activates God and fear activates the enemy, right? Without faith, it's impossible to please God. The just shall live by faith, right? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. All right, Romans 8, and look at verse 24. Go to 24, Kimmy. I want to bless them real good. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Romans 8 and 24. For we are saved by hope. But hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doeth he hope for it? Oh, I just showed you all that, right? What's greater than faith? <laughs> when you see it. Okay, hope, hope is faith, right? It says, for we are saved by hope. What is hope? It's faith. Offered by the grace of God, right? That's what, it, what hope is. I'm a detour. Okay. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9. It says, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man shall boast. <laughs> so hope is faith. What is faith? The substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Right? Okay, I want y'all to stay with me. Here we go. So the scripture, now I'm going to read it again. It says, for we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doeth he hope for it? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 25. But if we hope for that we see not, then we do with what, saints? We wait for it with patience. Huh? 
if we if we hoping for something and we don't see it, you got to be patient. Amen. God is not slack. Remember what, what we learned last week? He's not slack concerning his promises. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 26. Likewise, the spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the spirit itself make it intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. See, we pray for things out of the best of our ability, saints. But we don't always know what, we, what to pray for. That's what this scripture is saying. And God's spirit takes over because it knows exactly what the need is. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Many of our prayers is like that. Lord, you know all things. We just calling forth what you know, Lord, because we don't really know. We think, okay, the person is sick. Well, they need to be healed. Well, they need this. Well, they need. But see, God knows the source. He knows how they got there. He knows what it's going to take to flip that all around. See, we got to call all that stuff forth so they won't get there again. Amen. So that's what this, this scripture is saying. The spirit helps us. Amen. When we don't know what we ought to pray for. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 27. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Ooh, that's powerful. See, the spirit prays and intercedes for, for you or me based on the desires of our. <laughs> that's powerful. Did we talk about this, Elder Deutsch? We just was talking about something. I told him, I said, something about we were praying and I said wow God just gave us and I said you know a main thing when you're praying for someone is you you need to know what their heart desires is I can't pray for you elder Tola for something that God that I would like God to do and that's not even what you desire why how come I can't do that because you have free will huh God gave us all free will at the end of the day but if two or more agree if I know what your will, what your heart is, that's what the scripture is saying. If the, see, the spirit knows your heart and knows the will of God for your life. So now when the spirit start praying, amen, through you, now it's going to all line up. That prayer is not going to miss because the spirit knows the will of God for your life and what your heart desire is. Oh, that's a powerful. I'm going to read that again for, for me. Amen. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is in the mind of the spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. That's how you want to intercede. Based on the will of God. Not your will, not my will, but your will be done in the situation, Lord. Uh, we need the Holy Spirit to do that. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh, that blessed me. That was worth the trip. Amen. <laughs> that blessed me right there. <laughs> Look at verse 28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are, are the called according to his purpose. See, after the prayer goes forth, saints of God, please know everything is going to work together for good to them who love the Lord. Huh? The one who God called for his purpose. That's why I love praying this prayer when the thing looks like it's getting crazy. I'm like, Lord, now you know your servant. You know, didn't come. You know what you would have me to do. It's not be sick. It's not represent you like you know what you had your servant to do. Not my will, but your will be done. And I know his will ain't for me to be that way. 
Amen. How do I know? Because I know my rights. I can flip and say, I wish above all that you prosper and be in good health. And just stand on that. Your will, your word says, amen. <laughs> you all know the plans I have for you. Plans to harm you, not to harm you, and to give you a, all those kind of scriptures. Amen. That's the will of God. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 29. It says, for whom he did foreknow, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. See, God has already chose us saints. He had a plan of salvation before we even, before man even fell. Say amen to that. See, it's, see, sometimes we think like, wow, this is a surprise that Adam fell. No, to us, huh? But not to God. <laughs> he already, before the world began, the scripture said he already had the plan all laid out. That's why we, you hear people say, including myself, you know, we, we, we try to work it out, but God already got it worked out. <laughs> he already worked it out. Amen. You just want to figure out what, what's, what's, what's your will for this situation, Lord. Huh? I know it's worked. I just got to find how to get perfectly in, in where you want me to be in this situation. Amen. Oh, that's the perfect will of God right there. Everybody say amen to God's perfect will. I love the perfect will of God. Huh? It's flowing. It cannot be stopped. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 31. Who shall, what shall we say? What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, say it, saints. Who could be against us? <laughs> That's a, if God is for you, who going to be against you? I don't know. Amen. <laughs> After he said all this, then he said, what could we say about all this? I'm telling you right now. He summed it up. If God is for you, who could be against you? Who going to fight you? Who going to fight you, Joe? Huh? Once you line up and say, okay, well, I know what I need. I'm going to get in the will of God. I'm going to seek God diligently. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to start learning these promises. I know who going to fight you and win. Now, let me, you see, I kept going, who going to fight you and win? He said, oh, the Deutsch. <laughs> huh? No weapon formed against you is going to prosper. Amen. Oh, see, I know the rights. I be reading the rights and the privileges. Amen. <laughs> I study them. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Look at verse 32, saints. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? God sacrificed his only begotten son, saints. Amen. For our sins. So we can have a real life. I mean, really, a real life. Amen. Really, thanks to God. What more, what more can we ask him for? He sacrificed his own life. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 33. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifies. See, we're grateful and we're thankful today, saints, because the Father is the one that justifies us. The Son died. Listen to this. God raised him up. He now intercedes for us. Who can accuse someone who God uh, delivered? Thanks to God. <laughs> who can accuse him? God delivered us. Amen. 
As <laughs> soon, as, soon as the devil become accusing, because it say he accused the brethren day and night. You know what the scriptures say? The devil always accusing us, right? You know, as soon as we want to do something, oh, uh, God, they this, they that, the other. And see, you know, you told them, and they know about seeing you die, and they still keep doing this and that, and, and, and see, and they, they just not righteous, and so on, so on, so on. And then, then Jesus say, the attorney, he, he say, but I died for him. <laughs> what are you going to say? But I died for him, though. <laughs> he, he believed that I died for him. He'll be okay. He's going to get it together. Amen. <laughs> He's going to keep studying these scriptures. He's going to get right. That's faith. Amen. But I died for him. That's what the scripture said. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather that has risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. That's verse 34. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> who shall separate us from the love of, of Christ? Shall tribulation, what y'all say to that? No. Or distress? Or persecution? Or famine? or nakedness, or peril, <laughs> or sword. Sword is like war. Should any of that separate us from the love of God? <laughs> Here's the question. Here we go. We go to the question. So none of that can separate us from the love of God, right? Not tribulation or distress or persecution or famine. Or none of that, Correct. We just read it, right? But what about what could separate us from loving God? Fear. Huh? Fear. Because we walk by faith. Amen. But if we get into fear, now that's going to separate us. Huh? He, you cannot please him walking in fear. Amen. You're going to be afraid to do what he tell you to do. <laughs> but, but as far as his love for us, what can separate that? Nothing. Amen. Oh, Lord, have mercy. That blessed me right there. <laughs> Look at verse 36. As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. You all hear that? Y'all know how often, how, when I do a murder, every day, I got to kill my flesh every single day. Amen. Else it'll get away. I know what it's capable of. I can't team up with it. Amen. It be saying some crazy, I had to tell it to shut, shut up. You want me to fast you right now, and I'm going to fast it next week too. Huh, you want me to fast you right now? Huh, now I was going to give it another week, but we can do this thing now. You keep talking. Huh? <laughs> Be talking so crazy. <laughs> look at verse. <laughs> look at verse 36 <laughs> or 37. It says, "Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through Him that loved us." See, nothing can separate us from God's love, saints. Huh? But we can separate our love for God, <laughs> and by and the major thing is fear. That's why they got want us to be so afraid. You can't go to the church. You can't go to God. Amen. Huh? You're going to go up in there and die. 
and everybody's afraid. People were calling me, I was talking to a young lady last night. Oh, see, but see, this happened and that happened and this happened. The devil was trying to throw me off of this word. Huh? God had put it too deep in me. And after I got done talking to her, you know what she said? Thank you so much. Huh? I just kept repeating what these, what these scriptures were saying. It was in me. It was deep in me. Amen. And she called me all fearful. What should I do? What should I do with my family? Okay, what should I do with this? What should I do with that? You know, how, how do I handle this and that? And, and you're meeting in the church. What? How are you doing that? <laughs> They're afraid. They're scared to death. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. We walk by and not by. The world don't tell us what to do. We tell the world what to do. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yes. Amen. Look at verse 38. Here we go again. For I am persuaded. <laughs> that means I'm totally convinced. That neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is Christ Jesus our Lord. God love us unconditionally. Everybody say amen. He got agape love for us. Huh? We got to love him with all our heart, soul, and mind. Ain't that what he asked us to do? Huh? And walk by faith and not by fear. Amen. Zoom is a supplement, saints. That's what I, I, I started with it, and I want to end with that. Zoom is a supplement when we just can't get here, but we can't make it our every, this is how we're going to worship God. You can't live on supplements. You, gotta, you need whole food. Amen. You need the whole meal. You get the, the most of your nutrition's Nutrients from the whole meal that you eat, not supplements, not taking vitamin D and C and this and that. Those are supplements. Good. But you, you just can't take supplements all the time and never eat. Any of y'all ever done that? Come on now, let me hear you. Anybody just say, I ain't never eat no more. I'm just going to take supplements because it's convenient. Why well, cook all that food? Why well, mess my stove up? Honey, I do dishes. I'm just going to live on supplements. Anybody did that? I think the point is made. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Lord, I just say thank you. Hallelujah, Lord. All right, saints, it's time to pray. Thank you, Jesus. It's time to pray, saints of God.